Religion is a belief in someone else's experience, whereas spirituality is a belief in your own. This is the quote that made me reconsider my belief system, both as an adolescent and as a young adult. My name is Haley Gonzalez-Diaz, and today I will be talking about spirituality versus religion, the confessions of an agnostic young adult. When one hears the term Jehovah Witness, um, the first thing that normally comes to mind are what Jehovah Witnesses are best known for, which is their door-to-door preaching, you know, distributing literature, um, like such as the Watchtower and Awake, and also for other things such as uh, refusing military service, blood transfusions, they don't celebrate Christmas, or birthdays, and they consider the use of God's name vital for proper worship, which is, you know, in this religion, Jehovah. Growing up as a Jehovah Witness wasn't necessarily easy. I could remember going to school when I was in the fifth, sixth, maybe even seventh grade, and having kids ask me why I didn't celebrate my birthday or Christmas, or put my hand on my heart when the Pledge of Allegiance went through the school monitors. And in myself, I kind of questioned it myself. Because at the time, I was a child who didn't necessarily know. But yet again, I did know. See, as a Jehovah's Witness, when it comes to, let's say, birthday parties, one of the reasons we never celebrated it was because we saw it almost as blasphemous. Birthday parties were about celebrating, you know, the glory of God and how he brought you into this world. You, and only you, he picked you for some specific reason. And whenever your birthday came around, it was seen as sort of wrong to give yourself the glory that you should be giving God. You know, instead of having people come over and even you yourself celebrating the glory of you, it really should have been directed towards the glory of God. My grandparents were always very adamant about telling us why we didn't celebrate Christmas especially because Christmas was always, as a child, the hardest holiday to endure as somebody who didn't celebrate it. And um, they were always very clear about why because it was a pagan holiday that wasn't really in any way in association with Christ uh, that's why they they always emphasized what does Santa, a Christmas tree, and, you know, presents have to do with Christ. And it's actually not even 100% known when the actual date of his birthday was. So to actually have it pinpointed on a exact day like we do was also considered very, you know, questionable and... Just very relatable to pagan festivities. And my grandma always told us that um, people celebrated Christmas for the wrong reasons sometimes because they wanted to make they wanted to make it about materialistic objects instead about, you know, loving each other to the point where you don't have to prove it 
with money or with gifts, but with actions, with promises that you intend to keep with God and proving that not only do you worship Him, but you worship the blessings He has bestowed on you, such as, you know, the breath in your lungs, the ability to think for yourself and walk and talk and eat and have a family beyond yourself and just to live prosperously. But in our family, it was it was considered wrong to celebrate Christmas. And it wasn't until I was probably about 17 or 18 years old that I started exploring a little bit more of Christianity and the traditions that they had practiced and the belief system that they had set up. And... I began to realize, you know, that almost all the holidays that we have as individuals here in America, such as birthdays and uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, they're all majority just man-made, including Easter from time to time, who um, some people tend to celebrate in with Easter as you know, in a way with rabbits and colored eggs and stuff that is completely irrelevant from Jesus Christ's resurrection. And we, as Jehovah's Witnesses, also practiced Easter, but in a completely different manner than what is practiced nowadays. And being raised as a Jehovah's Witness not only made me question the full extent of the scientific fact, the proof, the without a questionable doubt, you know, truth of a religion. It's what made me so inquisitive as an individual. From the age of, I'd say probably 17 to 21 years old, I started practicing more Christian beliefs and started leaning more towards uh letting myself be festive with the holidays that were coming around, such as Halloween and all the big ones that I had normally so often had to shun away from because of my religion. I allowed myself to really experience these holidays first on and let myself be the judge of whether or not I wanted to celebrate them and maybe even later on impose these beliefs on my own children. And it wasn't until I turned 21 that I decided it's probably not for me. And I I wouldn't say it's not for me. It's more that I believe that being a Jehovah, Jehovah Witness has just completely made me into this person that questions every religion I go into. I question their truth and their morals because at the end of the day, any church you go to, no matter the belief system, whether it be a Baptist, Jehovah Witness, Christian, Catholic, Catholic, um, even, you know, going to a Jewish church, anything, 
there's going to be a very educated person in every single church that can completely argue that their religion is the true and right religion among all others. And every single one will be able to back it up. So it brings up the question, which one is truly the right religion to follow? Which is the one that has the truth behind it all? And it's really sad to say that majority of the individuals that live nowadays don't know. They just kind of follow with what they were raised to believe in. Or if they do change, they end up converting not only for the... Um, for themselves because they know that they have a changed belief system but also for their families because they want to impose the same belief system in their offspring and I decided that I wasn't 100% a Christian and I couldn't impose those beliefs very much on myself or my children that's when I started to explore the study of Buddhism and then I became a practicing Buddhist when people first hear the word Buddha it may conjure up some image of a specific person from history or world religion courses we have taken. Or maybe just that, you know, fat Chinese man statue where he looks like he's always so happy. That's usually what a lot of people tend to believe Buddha is. But Buddha actually is a description of the highest state of life each of us has the ability to achieve. It actually means awakened one. And the historical Buddha, also known as Siddhartha Gautama, discovered that all humans have this ability for enlightenment, or Buddhahood, if you want to put it, in the depths of their lives. It could be, you know, compared to uh, like a rose bush in winter. The flowers are dormant, even though we know that the bush contains the potential to bloom. That's how they see, how I see Buddhism. And throughout my life, Buddhism has kind of given me the ability to believe in myself and my ability to change the course of not only my life, but others with the acts that I do. It puts you know, the butterfly effect into a big perspective for me. It puts um, true, the, the act of truly letting go at the epitome of, you know, study. For me, and especially during meditation, I learned that with Buddhism, I'm able to really get down to the nitty-gritty root of my problems. And I also get to the not only the answer, but the solution for them. How I can best cope with, you know, handling my everyday issues and my everyday insecurity battles that I have to deal with. And it's also taught me that not only has Buddhism 
Buddhism has taught me that in order to calm the storm in my life, I must first calm the storm within myself. It's the true philosophy of life that I have been able to best equip myself with. It's the one I've been able to turn to, um, especially when I feel most insignificant, when I feel like I'm irrelevant or I'm sad or anything. I do actually tend to have two responses to any action or occurrence, um, for lack of a better word, that happens in my life. And the, fir the first two things that are almost always immediate, uh, which is very interesting, tends to be that first I pray. And yes, like I do, I pray to God because I do believe in a higher power, though I do not know for positive who that higher power is. But that's usually my first response. And the second one is to meditate. Not only meditation, you know, since to kind of sound, um, it gives people the impression that like of monks or uh, sitting on a yoga mat with your hands in a particular um, position while you own your way into peacefulness. But it's more than that. It's centering yourself and finding the root of your problem and figuring out a way that best suits you in fixing it. And it has allowed me to take on a whole new perspective of my life and of my choices. Religion, though it does still play a big part in my life, I truly believe I'm, you know, 50-50. I'm half really half religious, and then the other half of me is quite spiritual. But I truly believe that Buddhism is the perfect way to realize that you really do have the world in your hands. Your life is truly what you make it. One of my favorite quotes, which is from one of my favorite movies, Forrest Gump, is a quote that he recites at the end of the movie, when he is visiting Jenny's grave. It is, I don't know if we each have a destiny, if we're all just floating around accidental like on a breeze, but I think maybe it's both. Maybe both are happening at the same time. No quote could better suit my way of thinking when it comes to both religion and spirituality. I hold the belief system at, of both very close to my heart, and I practice both of them throughout my daily life. I think it's important to not only learn and experience other religions and kind of put yourself in the perspective of what you truly want to believe in, I also think it's important to realize that no matter what you believe in, it may, it's always going to be doubtful. So always go with what sits right in your heart. Because at the end of the day, if it doesn't sit right in your heart, it's not going to sit right anywhere else. Not in your mind, not in your soul, and certainly not in your daily activities.